When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We just fill that whole wall with Post Malone posters. Probably should. Probably should. And then this one with Zelda posters. There you go. Everyone gets their own wall. Okay, dude. Do you see what just happened? (laughs) Can we talk about it? We did it. It's episode 10. Listen, we've been here for 10 weeks. We've done over 10 hours of content. Yo, it's we've, episode 10, baby. Yo, we put out, we've got 10,000 plus views on this podcast. We've got, we've done 10 episodes. I'm excited. And we've pissed off 10 people. For Probably our, more now if you check. Our Pride Month, uh, our Pride Month episode. Hey man, if you're listening to this, that means it's already out. So if you haven't listened to episode nine of this podcast, I know we're all over the place. Episode eight's now out now. Episode 10, we're recording now, but episode nine should be out now. Everything's out. Just watch. If you're listening to it, that means everything's out. By the time you hear this, episode nine will be out. Yep. The Yoies are on. Yep. Go check out that episode absolutely the always are on it's a good time hey and uh speaking of pissing off those old people i want to give shout outs to a couple names we got greg ron richard ken carol linda david and scott thank you all so much for not watching this podcast i appreciate all of you and if you find yourself stumbling upon this podcast turn it off you a hoe and your mama's a hoe my bad So I thought we'd kick off this podcast the only way I know how, and that is with an introduction, not the normal music, but the introduction. Megs, click that link. This is how T-Pain starts his streams. Uh, It's muted, so click that mute. Are we allowed to listen to this? Here we go. Turn it up, Megs. Look, we about to get it wrecking in this bitch. Hey. You just tuned into the littest channel on Switch. Hey. 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 Yeah, I can't put money in the bank cause it won't fit in yeah, I stay loyal to my royals and you know I can't switch Take the trash outside, better get out my face, bitch That's what's up Dude, pause it, dude, hey, T-Pain Listen, off camera, Justin talked to me about T-Pain's Twitch channel And I had no idea, but now Bruh. In the last 48 hours, I have deep dove so deep into T-Pain and his Twitch streams I'm a fan, I'm here for it When it they needs, start like this, it needs how can you not to happen be hyped? Every single time. Dude, that is fantastic. Bruh. Fantastic. T-Pain, hand claps all around. Yo, and okay. <laughs> no, the mass Singer. Oh. Dude, Have you seen him? There's no there's no link for it, but Google uh, T-Pain, mass Singer, Best Of, or something on, on YouTube. Dude, Bruh. I saw a clip of it researching this. We're going to play it right now. Deserves. I go through I go through a spree sometimes where I watch like American Idol clips yep. and blah blah blah. Yep. 
boy, oh boy, I got into a T-Pain Mass Singer uh, the, spree right here. Works, yeah. And I didn't know he was on Mass Singer. And that's <sighs> pretty much what re-got me into yeah, T-Pain. Dude, and I was him, like, whoa. Him, him on the Mass Singer is, uh, all right, turn down the volume a smidge. Let's just see where we're at here. Yep, that's fine. Hit play. Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Keenan Thompson. I know, right? Ciao. Boom. T Pain, baby. Yo, wait for this awkward ass joke. I just watched this the other day. Watch for this Michael Big joke. Okay. Michael Bublé. Wow. <laughs> that wasn't Michael Bublé. That was Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke. They're all. <laughs> you should be so proud of yourself. This man's musical journey is amazing. Grammy yep. Award winning yep. singer, songwriter, yep. performer. Yep. Give him all the trophies. Give it to him. Two Grammy wins. Don't 13 nominations. Auto tune. I yep. think you proved the world wrong on this exactly. show. Right here on this exactly. Exactly, dude. T-Pain doesn't need all the tune. It is my honor to present you mm. with the Yeah, give it to him. There's a joke coming up. You are truly uh, yeah, it's a long video. Tell me, why would you do this? Anyway, go ahead and pause it. At one point, I think one of them was like, I thought you were Michael Vick. And he was like, nah, I love my dogs. See? And it kind of fell flat for a second. That, <laughs> that's an appropriate joke. That is an appropriate joke. Hit, hit the notes for me, Max. I love T-Pain. So, yeah, dude, T-Pain, Twitch channel. I love it. Uh, him clapping back at Andrew. I love it. Him winning uh, The Masked Singer. Fantastic. Fantastic. And speaking of rappers, we're going to play a little game. I'm going to give you a couple guesses to oh, guess. Good. I have the numbers. What we got? I have the numbers from the top five rappers who pulled in the most views on YouTube last month in May. Oh, damn. So, okay. I'm not going to know this. Probably not. I will say, I'll give you a small hint. Three of them are people you know. The other two, I will say, I've never listened to their music before, and I don't know about you. I'm sure you have, but we'll, we'll see. Okay. All right. Number five, coming in at 134 million views. I'm not going to be able to do this. Let's just go with, I'm going to name five. There you go. Okay. Blueface. No. Damn. Um, Lil Wayne. No. Damn. Um, Okay. Hold on. Let me think. Last month. um, You got three more guesses. Shit. Dude, (laughs) I don't. Polo G. No. Close though. Oh, really? Um, in, I think in his same, uh, not genre, but. Bro, I don't, I don't right. know. This game sucks. I all thought right. you said rappers. I thought this was going to be good. This you, sucks. Okay, well, when you hear it all, you'll think, oh, I'm an idiot. I probably wasn't even. DJ a, Khaled. I wasn't even a rapper because I don't know any of these people. DJ Khaled. Number five, coming in at 134 million views on YouTube last month, Pop Smoke. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Number four, 158 million views. Young Boy NBA. 
Okay. Never listen to his music. This I mean, is, yeah, I have, This is but... where the list gets interesting. Number three, 164 million views. Of course, the offseason just came out. So, J. Cole, number three. That makes sense. Okay. Number one and two, you should know or should have a very educated guess. Number two, with 176 million views, is... Drake. Yes, sir. Hey, hey. Drake coming All in right. 176 million. He's and, always a safe bet, dude. And I don't know, and I'll, I'll ask Megs too, but I, I don't know if I'm surprised by number one or not surprised. And we might jump into it a little bit. Yeah, I think because I have a note there. Number one in May of 2021, 270 million views on YouTube. Megs, who do you think it is? Justin? Migos. Eminem. What? Eminem. So that leads me to my question. Does Eminem in 2021 have any business being still number one? Now, granted, these are just YouTube views last month. It doesn't mean anything about Billboard or streams or anything else. are we going to get an Eminem? All right. Just YouTube views. I think much like, and what I said to you last week, the Kevin Hart bubble is Eminem, is he past the bubble burst and he's just legend status at this point? Okay, my, my whole thing about Eminem is... Go ahead. What point are you still trying to prove? We know you were, were, are, whatever, one of the greatest rappers alive. You've proven your point. Nobody is debating that. Mm. You don't have to get on a track anymore and rap your ass off anymore. Right. But he does and besides, every time. Nobody is really trying to bump that on the radio when they, like throughout the day. Like Rap God, who's listening to Rap God and just like, yeah, this is my shit. Uh, yup. Uh. So I think, I think in my opinion, that just kind of. But when you think of like, uh, like all of his old stuff, or uh, like, um, I don't know. His number one song ever is "Lose Yourself." Lose yourself. It's still number one everywhere. Well, and like even that's a little more serious. I'm thinking of like fun stuff, um, where he was like dressed up as Super or, or uh, as Robin right, and right, right, Batman right, right, right. with Dr. Yep. Dre, whatever mm-hmm. that one was. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just like fun. That that just shows that you're having fun with it. Right. At this point, it's like you don't need to prove anything. Now, with that being said, he came out that song with uh, Juice World. Juice World did the. Uh, the chorus on I think Godzilla. Yeah. I thought that one was fun. I I loved that song so much. Yeah. I thought that one was good. But I think I think, but I also think that Eminem is smart in the way that he knows that you need to do everything in your power. You need to have all the puzzle pieces need to line up to have a Billboard number one single. And I don't think he wants that anymore because. Because, I don't think he understands the formula anymore. No, I think he does. And I'm getting to that point in one second. I think he knows what it takes to be number one on Billboard. Everyone does. It has to be a song that's on the radio. It has to be a song that radio requests all the time. It's basically the radio is controlling the Billboard charts. But what's better than Billboard is 50 million views on YouTube. But he's always going to have that. Right. But he's he, gonna have that. But he people, has that. But he has that from residuals. But though. the same way people watch these six nine videos, mm-hmm. people don't like six nine, but right. they have to watch it because they don't like him. Right. And and not necessarily in the same way. But Eminem has always been Eminem. If he puts out a song, people are gonna be like, "Oh shit, there's a new Eminem song out. I need to hear what this is." Right. 
Like, so they're going to go see it. And so, but he's going to get the views. So how do you feel then about, and I'm under the impression, again, my opinion, I'm under the impression that even with the last album, I think it's called Kamikaze, Mm -hmm. the whole MGK situation. Do you honestly think he went into that album thinking, oh, these people will hear their names and they'll be like, oh, a shout out from M, let me download the song. Or he went in knowing that if it wasn't MGK, then it was Lil Nas X or whoever else that he dissed, quote unquote, in that album he was just waiting on and banking on one of them to pop off. And it just so happened that MGK did to create not only probably his top five record sales because of that entire beef. I don't know exactly where that, that one falls, but to just get people talking about it because we were talking about Eminem and MGK for six months after that. So I think there's one of two things going on. I think it's either that he is, being very strategic about it mm-hmm. and knowing that it's going to bring the views and get people to talk about it and blah, blah, blah. Or he was like, this is a kamikaze album mm-hmm. and I'm having fun with it right. again. Like I said, yeah, he's rapping his ass off, but it was almost, it wasn't a flop because he was having fun with it. Right. It seemed like, Oh shit, this, this is the Eminem we kind of been expecting uh-huh. not this like he was almost rapping his ass off but almost being like this corporate pop star in a way um and nobody was rocking with that mm-hmm. but this aggressive ass dropping names this gritty ass eminem this is what we know this is what we now as far as the mgk shit i got an unpopular opinion about this because who won oh damn i i don't want to say a winner i think on personal terms um, Eminem won because he's Eminem and he's going to outrun everybody on the beat. And most people are going to just say off the bat that he won. Now, now, don't be sucking your teeth at me, boy. Now, with that being said, MGK won because he fucking stood on his two feet and went with the greatest rapper of all time. Now, of course, it was two white boys going at it. Of course, it was the two white rappers going at it. But... Boy, oh boy, he, I was very impressed. I was like, this is exactly how you would have to go at Eminem. You have to acknowledge that he's the greatest, but you also have to be like, yeah, you're the greatest, but fuck you. Like, I think overall, rap beef aside, history, careers, everything aside, MGK's song was way better. Way better. 100%. I will, I will listen. I could agree with that. What, what was MGK's? Kill Shot? Kill Shot, I think. Yeah, I will listen to Kill Shot before Eminem's this back to him. Or no, wait. His was Rap Devil. Yes, Rap Devil. Eminem's was Kill Shot. And then Eminem's was Kill Shot. Yeah, I will yeah, yeah. listen to Rap Devil before Kill Shot any day. And because I think, honestly, it, it was just MGK doing what he does, rapping his ass off. Like, but hold on a second, because with that and, being said, you said you listen to this before this any day. That's not what diss albums are for. At least I don't think. Because we got in, you know, I used to rap. When mm-hmm. we, I used to always think, yeah, these diss songs could be played over and over again. But that's not really what it's meant to do. We're getting on a track, and I'm about to out-rap your ass. And I'm about to, this is directed kay. right at you. Okay. And I want you to know that I can out-rap your ass. Right. And... I would say that that is correct if we're talking about old school rap beef. Yeah. 
what I think happened was in what was it, 2017, 2018. When Drake. when Drake and Meek Mill went off on each other, back to back, back to back became a number one on every single chart. Yeah. Anyways. Yep. So they changed rap beef. Now back when, let's not say that. There's definitely some I, I'm not thinking about that were like yeah, like okay, like Tupac versus Biggie. Right. That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Take money, Westside. No, that yeah. one. That one was on radio. That got radio play. Like. Right. And they made a music video for it and everything. So right. they were doing it back in the day. But still, that was like a... You knew he was talking about. Big. They were calling Biggie out right. by name. Right. There was no question. Right. I don't like all this sneak this stuff. That's why I was I was actually pleasantly surprised that he was calling out names. Eminem was calling out names. And in a way, kind of subliminally, but still, you knew who the fuck he was talking uh-huh. about. So I, I like that. I like when people say names, call motherfuckers out, man. Did you also know this about Eminem? I just saw a brec- an old Breakfast Club interview with Akon. And apparently Eminem treats his studio time like an actual job. He shows up at 9 a.m. every day. He takes his lunch at 12 or 1 o'clock every day. And he leaves the studio at 5 o'clock. He said Akon was going to do um, Smack That. Eminem, mm-hmm. Akon, smack that. Love yep. That. He said he was going. They said, yeah, uh, be at the studio early. M will be there at nine. Akon showed up around 11, 30, 12 o'clock. They said, all right, man, cool. I'm going to go get my lunch. Akon yep. was like, I just got here, though. Like, homie, I just got here. Aren't Where we are you going? about to start? Like, what are you talking about? So then he comes back from lunch. They start rapping. They're going back and forth, beats, blah, 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 whatever, bars. And Eminem gets like all of his verse, but. Four bars. He's got like one more hook or one more thing to do. Five o'clock comes. He's like, all right, A, I'm out of here. I'll be back in the morning. Yep. And Akon's like, fam, the song is 90%. We're almost there. What are you doing? Do you not just want to get back in the booth for 10 minutes and finish this shit out and then we can go home? And he's like, nah, man, I treat it like a job. Eminem treats it like a job because as soon as he knows he stays late to work on a song, that's his life. Well, okay. Well, see, that's interesting because you always hear... To not like okay, it's definitely ideal to make like your passion your job. Mm-hmm. But as soon as it becomes your job, it's not you don't love it as much. Yep. So that's that's interesting to me. Um, I think once rapping became like a uh, a thing, I thought about I wasn't just having fun with it anymore. It wasn't just like I'm doing it for me and my friends that type of thing. It definitely became like a, a rocky road. Right. So that's interesting to me. Obviously, I'm not Eminem, and I I'm definitely nowhere near his success. But he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, so if absolutely. he wants to come to the studio from nine to five every day, that's what he's doing. But with that being said, I respect that like a motherfucker, man, to be like, nope, mm-hmm. this is what it is. Because I never liked the idea of a studio session. Mm-hmm. The whole having 20, 30 people in there, just everybody right. just chilling and blah. No, 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 no. I'm in there to write. I'm in there to make a song. And like, yeah, y'all can hear it out in the lobby. <laughs> like, But y'all don't need to be in here, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's why I made a little studio in my closet and blah, blah, blah. Bro, we made too many studios Bro, and too many closets. We spent a lot of money many. on like bedding. A padding. lot of money on, on bed padding. We stole a lot of cup carriers from McDonald's. Yeah. We made too many. I worked many, at Turkey Hill for too many studios. a long time. And then I was just over the years just collecting these cup carriers. And I was like, yep, I'm about to make too me many. a little studio. Bro, boy. the one we did, we went to Walmart when we bought like the cheapest memory foam mattress topper. 
10, yep. $20. We put that thing up in the closet with thumbtacks because we didn't have a nail in here. We didn't spend an extra $3 on a nail, some nails and a hammer. We put that thing up with thumbtacks, dude. How many times we use that studio? Woo. Is this the one on, on my apartment in Madison? Yeah. I know we did it once. <laughs> I was going to say once or twice, once dude. Once for, or twice. Once for a satire track. I think we called it P Street. Yeah. yeah. P Street, I baby. Think maybe Tyler was in there once. Yep. I think the problem was, I think the problem was it was in his room and then he started dating What's Her Face. Uh huh. And we couldn't go up there nah, because yeah, it couldn't. was a fuck fest 24-7 and there was no way of telling when we could be in the room. Can't record a song when there's beds banging on the walls, baby. I don't know what so, to do here. Last thing on rappers, and I'll say this. Migos, Culture 3, out now. You probably haven't listened because I know I have. I have not. But I will say I saw their little like trailer ad video yep. where they were doing like the old school and the new school mm-hmm. vibe. The Temptations thing that mm-hmm. they put out. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I like that vibe a lot. Uh, Offside for music for one second. They have partnered with Wendy's, so you can now go get a uh, Migos $5 biggie bag from uh, Wendy's. And rumor has it, if you pull up to the intercom and as loud as you can say, major bag alert, you'll get free food. I don't know if it's real. <laughs> you'll have to go to Wendy's and try it. But I'm, we pretty, gotta try that. But I'm pretty sure they pulled like a McDonald's move and, and teamed up with Wendy's for the $5. Major bag alert. To the Migos... <laughs> Dude, there's another clip of the Migos. I didn't. But the Migos have always been on that entrepreneur stuff, man. Yes, they've always been doing stuff there's, outside of the rap game. There's a clip on them of the Breakfast Club, and I don't know which Migo it is. One of them <laughs> has the vaccine, and the other two don't. Homeboy who got the vaccine said, "Oh, I'm cured," and Charlemagne and all of them were like, "No, no, 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 no! This just kind of prevents the virus. This doesn't give you the cure." This is so hilarious. And to he's me. like, "He's like, bruh, what?" Oh they're like, "They're like, no, God. they're like, nah, fam. It's it's just it prevents it. You have to get oh, this. You have shit. to get the vaccine again next year to pr- keep you from getting COVID." And let he's me like, tell you. "He said someone told me it was the goddamn let me, cure. Let me tell someone you. played that boy. Hood science is a dangerous <laughs> thing, baby. A hood <laughs> science is a dangerous thing." Your friends will get you killed out here. Oh, man. Craziness. Um, speaking of our friends, listen, I was looking at, and this is 100% true, and I want it to happen so bad. I was looking at analytics for this podcast, and let me tell you what. First of all, what? First of all, last week's episode, uh, episode eight, out now. Go listen if you haven't. Put this podcast for this week. It's on a week-to-week basis. We are now in the top 50% of all podcasts. There are 1.6 million podcasts out there, so that means roughly about 600,000 podcasts. We are better than. Hey. Thank you. Big numbers, baby. Thank you. Thank you. Not that big of numbers, but Not we're as still big numbers, in the top bitch. 50%. Anyways, analytics. 97% of our listeners of this podcast come from this country. Okay. 1% or and sometimes because there's four, less than 1%. We have, and I'm going to assume this is one person. If not, it's probably just two people. But 1% from Canada, less than 1% from Australia, less than 1% from Germany, less than 1% from Norway. And here's all I'm going to say about this. If you are one of those people from one of those countries and you're listening to this podcast right now, email me. Go to our website, 
what are we doing pod.com the what are we doing podcast at gmail.com i want you on this podcast i want to talk about your life i want to talk about your country i want to talk about everything going on i want these people on this podcast well do you okay so when i used to rap yeah i actually still have some people on my facebook from like germany bro who wasn't were just like fans from the, the one the guy who was also wasn't he like part of a Zelda group or something? Yeah, was yeah, he yeah. from a different country? Germany, yep, Germany, Germany, Zelda, and also like a fan of my music somehow. I don't know how that worked out, yeah. but yeah. So for the one percent of people not in the United States, comment, do get a hold. Oh, on, I'll tell you how that now I remember. Get I a was, hold of us. I was in a Zelda group on Facebook yep. one time, the owner of the group, um, who also used to be like, You're gorgeous all the time, he was. <laughs> Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, Happy baby. Happy Pride Month. And I used to be like, yo, thank you. I appreciate that. You, you're barking up the wrong tree, but I definitely fuck with what you're saying right now. I appreciate that. Um, he told like the whole group that I rapped because this was around the same time. And he was trying to get me to make like a theme song for the group. I remember that. Um, you made one. Did I? You made one. Because I was getting ready to say I did not do that. I don't know if you sent it to him, but I remember you sending me a song with the Zelda theme as the beat. That's possible. So I'm assuming that was from I that. was always trying to incorporate it somehow. But yeah. yeah, no, that was. I think that's how. He was like a fan of the rapping and also Zelda at the same time because it was from that group. But yeah, he's from Germany. Yeah, Germany. yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. Listen, different country. Get fucking tweet. Do something to get a hold of me. There's a phone number right. somewhere. Let's get away from this list for a second. Yes. Tell me Tell me your craziest middle school story. Okay. Middle school story. Oh, I'll tell you I'll tell you the craziest one because it's I mean it's not crazy, but it's the only one I can remember because it leaves an everlasting scar oh, yeah. mentally, physically, emotionally, oh. and I'm reminded of it every day. When I was in middle school, <clears throat> Megan's older brother, Dan, it's the only name I'll say on this podcast, Dan Haney, I'm calling you out. Whoa. Little, little beach. What? Listen, him, Megan's brother, Dan Haney, I'll say it again, and all of his friends were the only thing that I had remotely close to friends in middle school. I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, Levi, you're on the internet and you own businesses and you have all this stuff and you must have so many friends. No, I got like six and Said half no of them. One ever. Half of them are in this room. So they were the closest thing to friends I had. So I sat with them at lunch, much like I did with you. And I'll be honest, when I sat with you at lunch, I had flashbacks of this happening because I thought you and your friends were going to start hitting me. Oh, shit. So I sit down with Meg's brother and all his friends, and they're like, oh, Levi, guess what? It's your lucky day. On Tuesdays, we played dead arm at this table. Ugh. And guess what? The newest person's up first. That means you. So I sat there every day for a week because, to my surprise, we played this game every day, and it was always the newest person who goes first. So I sat there for a week and these kids punched me in the arm till it was numb. And they're like, oh, you did it. You won. And like in hindsight, God, they were just bullying they were just me. Bullying, yeah. Right. So I made friends with another kid, ended up doing something illegal, almost got sent to jail. No one liked me. So I went to a different high school so I didn't have to deal with all those people. Now, see, in my middle school, almost getting sent to jail is like, a, now everybody likes you type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in the middle of white country in the middle of PA, getting, suburbia, suburbia, getting sent to jail in your middle school is not what oh you want to do. 
So that's he's dangerous. That's my middle school story. It wasn't eventful. I can tell you all about high school. Oh no. Okay, we'll get into high school another. <laughs> What's time. your middle school story? Um. Okay. Well, I mean, that reminded me of this game we used to play in middle school. Where, oh man, I wish I could remember what it called. It was used. There was one name for it. it was called redneck. Um. But literally, you'd just be standing there in the lunch line in the middle of the city. You had a game called Redneck. I, but there was another name for it that was a lot more hood. It was like Five Up or, or okay. uh, Slaps or something like that. But was it, literally. Was, was it called Redneck because your neck was red after it? Yes. Okay, perfect. So they would, you'd be standing there in line, just kind of looking down, minding your own business. And then, <gasps> no, not, not this, wham, right on the back, right on the back of your neck, boy. Hard. I'm talking about. <laughs> Wham! That just hurt when I did that. Getting full swing, you would hit that, and you just and you be. Does oh boy. it hurt? Oh. You want me to do it to you right now? Oh no way! Do you want me to do it to you right now? <laughs> I'll give you a little one. I'm not going to give you a full one. Be gentle with him. No, just be. Wow. You're just chilling. That was just a nice little yeah. solid one. That stings. That stings, right? I give, I give that like a 6.8 That was the first 10. time I ever really hit Levi. I was yeah, it was. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> uh, anyway, you'd be, you'd be pissed. You'd be ready to yeah. fight, except that they were usually the mean kids. And right. then you wouldn't want to fight once you saw who almost, it was. Almost kind of like my story, except they punched me. Instead of uh, smacked me. Oh, I mean, well, we, if you want to get into the violent stuff, don't make it seem like your little suburban school was harder than mine because we also had teams back in the day. They tried to make it like college oh, where they made teams. it Gamma we and Kappa teams, yep. and Beta and now, Alpha. Did you know what team was like the dumb kids versus the smart kids versus uh, the... Sigma was the smart team. Yep. Sigma was the smart team. Yep. Uh, and there was no question about that. We all knew. But even Sigma had like the bad kid class. Uh-huh. Um, but there was no denying that they were smart. The test scores were great, but they were the bad kid class. Right. And they were in the corner and they you just kind of snuck them out of Sigma before they could cause any trouble and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it was straight up gang wars. Beta versus Gamma. Mm-hmm. Gamma versus Kappa. Kappa versus Beta. Blah, blah, blah. So... Kappa would go wait in the beta ga- the bathrooms and don't be a beta boy walking in there because oh you getting jumped it in is, the bathroom. Right. And not just like play jumped, jumped just like for being in school and trying to go take a piss real quick. Punch, kick on punch. the ground. Beat this up is a not kid. a joke. This is a street fight in the bathroom because you're trying to go take a piss. Damn, dude. That's never happened to me. The only time I've never been in a public fight. Well, kind of. I'll explain later. Oh, yeah. No no fights for me. But in, in high school, I witnessed, I walked into, I was two doors. <laughs> I was two doors away from safety. And <laughs> right before I get there, these two kids, one was really tall, one was average height. And all I see is a sea of people around them. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. This is a fight. This is the fight that Justin talks. This is what everyone talks about. <laughs> this is what I've heard I about am, my whole life. Two to three years into high school, I finally see one. I was scared and happy all at the same time. So I see that they start teeing all. They start, you know, punching each other, punching each other. This other short kid, same age, but he was like this tall. 
says, oh, no, that's my homie, jumps on this other guy's back, straight up jumping on him, choking him out with this arm, hitting him with this on his back, like carrying him in the hallway. Teachers come. They break it up. The whole thing happens. I go to my next class. I look at my teacher. I said, I can't do this today. I'm traumatized. I, I witnessed an assault. Was not in I the fight. I need to speak to the police. I wouldn't have been in the fight. There was no reason for me to be there, but I witnessed it, and it scared the ever-living shit wow. out of me. One time in high school, one time. Now, you, I would imagine, probably saw that weekly, daily. Oh, where- seeing fights, yes. I mean, it wasn't until eighth grade that I got in my first actual fight myself. Mm-hmm. Um and that was after two years of being bullied the whole time and even another half a year being bullied the whole time. Anytime a bigger kid would get, get at me, I'd just shut down. Oh, no, no, no problem. I'm sorry. I'm, right. I'm just standing here. I'm sorry. But I made friends with this kid, Steven. This kid, Alex, uh, looked like an easy target. Well, one day he was messing with my friend, Steven. Um, and I, I don't know. I was just like, this is my chance. I don't know what came over me. And I was just like, yo. Don't mess with my friend. And he was like, oh, I'll fight you then. And I was like, oh, you don't want to fight me then. The whole time thinking, please don't fight me then. But uh, he pushed me. And I just remember coming back with that overhand. And I just remember hitting him a couple more times. And he was hitting me. And I remember thinking midway through, like, okay, this is going okay for me. This is going well, better than I thought. Um, Got separated. Felt like a badass. Everybody was like, oh, you you beat up that kid. But finally getting some respect after two and a half years of being in this school, respect man. On Put my some name. respect on my name. I'll tree, y'all. Uh, so, boom. After, guess what I did? After getting a taste of that respect, fought this kid five more times. Hell yeah. <laughs> this, Hell yeah. This same stick, kid. Stick with what you know. Same kid. You know the results every time will be you winning. So beat. Kill, get the same kid. Don't fight the bigger guy, dude. Don't 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 go for like Floyd Mayweather and then Tyson. Go for the same guy you know you can knock out in round two That's every it. single time. That's it. Safe bet, baby. <laughs> yep. By the end of it, it was very sad. People were kind of just like, "Okay, what's, Justin, we get it. What's you interesting? Can, you can win. That's okay now." What's interesting is you didn't get into your first fight until you 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 sought out these friends, right? Yeah. I did the same thing in high school, thinking I wouldn't get into any fights. And the friends I sought out, their names were Justin and Joey Malnado. Oh, no. And that was... Don't bring Joey into this. Joey, shout out. He listened. Joey is a fan. Is he? Have you not seen... Oh, Joey listens to... My sister. I love you like a sister, baby. Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Joey's Joey's here, 100%. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, dude. No, I, uh, I sought you out because I thought, hmm, okay. He's gonna be a famous rapper. He'll make safe. me. He'll make me a lot of money, and he looks like he's got kind of big muscles. I think if I get into a fight in this school, I can be like, "Hey, Justin, help me," and then he'll come fight for me. Which I haven't used that favor till this day, eight years later. One day though. But one day, hey man, anyone messes with me, guess who's showing up to the fight? You want these? You want these twenty twos on yep. you? And he knows exactly what to do. He's going to get you in a position where you're far enough away. I'm going to come in with my car and run you over. That's it. <laughs> He's going to hit you, 
to stun you. You'll be like, oh, oh, where am I? He's going to be all the way fucking over there. You're going to be like, what's going on? And then, bam, no, I, I, chop I hit it, you in my car. I chop at the tree trunks, baby. I start hitting you with them low kicks. <laughs> Your knees are just going to go out on you. You just said out, out back you would donkey kick a 12-year-old don't, right in the don't chest. Don't let me see that 12-year-old out back no more because I might just coof, hit him with one low kick right, right to the, the chest. Hill. Right down the hill. Speaking of middle school. Nobody ever see him again. Problem solved. Speaking of middle school, uh, and this is an interesting story. We can kind of all go around the room. When did you you start smoking? Well, if you couldn't tell by that cough, way too early. But uh, (laughs) was it then? um, Middle, yeah, middle school, yep. Yeah, I was smoking in middle school. Teenager ish. No, not before high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was, it was, okay. So, matter of fact, it was my, uh, midget year of playing for BYC, I remember I couldn't run anymore because I was like, oh, I'm, I started smoking. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was pretty much it. So however old that is, way too early, I had a few cigarettes and I was like, oh yeah, I'm a smoker now. And then by maybe eighth grade, I was actually smoking, smoking every day. I was going to say my apologies. I I didn't mean to ask about cigarettes, but that's oh, okay. Cig- okay, oh weed. Um this one's hard for me to pinpoint for obvious reasons. Um <laughs> memory loss is a side effect of weed kids, so don't smoke. Don't smoke until after 25 until if you're, you're, you're going to smoke. 25. Um your brain's developed. Um so I would say definitely in high school and definitely in middle school because I met T-Bag in middle school and I was smoking when I met mm-hmm. T-Bag. So mm-hmm. eighth grade for sure. Yep. Yeah. I think for me. Sorry, Link. Don't follow daddy. <laughs> Ollie and Link will listen to this oh, 20 God. years from now and be like, can you believe our dads did that? <sighs> can you believe our dads had a podcast? Like uh, yeah, podcasts won't even be a thing oh, anymore. Oh my God. How corny. Right. My dad used to rap and have a podcast. Right, How corny dude, is dude, that? That's what I, dude, I told her and I'll say this. I always like, well, yeah, well, right. my dad did magic. I want, I want part, dude, honestly, a hundred percent honest. And I'm sure I've said it to both of you at some point in time. The reason I started vlogging was because I want Ollie one day to find oh, yeah. me and I want him to watch mm. and I want him to see, Oh, that's what my dad was like now, or that's what my dad did, or that's what he could do. Or, Oh, he did magic. That's, you know what I mean? On the flip side. I kind of don't want Link to find my rapping right. because right. I was I was just putting on such a show. I was talking about such okay. things that had nothing to okay. do with me at now, all. Now, so for me, it's a little bit different because Levi Sparks is kind of just uh, not a thing, but has always been, will always be a thing, Sparks the name, oh, yeah. whatever. For you, what will you do? And the situation just popped in my head, okay? 10, 20 years from now, Link comes home from school, and he says, oh, Dad, you won't believe this song. My my friend James, he just he showed it to me and I think it's so good. And it's one of your songs. And would Link, never happen. And but... Link has no idea. Oh, for, that was... for whatever reason it's labeled Kodak. You know that. He doesn't know about it, doesn't know about it yet. For whatever reason, Link doesn't know and he comes home and he says, Dad, you gotta hear this song. And as soon as he hits play, it's skinny caprice. Oh no! And you had to go skinny capris of all of them. Fine, she's gone. Whatever it is. Um, what do you do? Wow, that would be interesting. I mean, I of course I'd be like, oh, you're not gonna believe this. (laughs) That's me, and he's gonna be like, 
what the hell are you talking about, dude? Right. And I'm going to be like, yeah, let me pull out this hard drive out Here's of my closet with all this dust on it. Uncle Levi at the Chameleon Club. Oh, my God, Club. dude. Yeah. Interesting. I think. Oh, my um, God. And I can't wait. Honestly, like even if it's an embarrassment or even if it's like impressive or whatever it is. Now, with that to being the said, kids, the later songs she's gone, the ones where I'm really like talking about right, my dad and actually right. like putting myself out there. Right. Uh, with a lot of that in the moment, I definitely had the thought like if I ever have a son mm-hmm. or a kid, um, I would like them to be able to hear this and know where I was in the moment. And you know what? I think I just answered my own question because we have a kid next door and he's eight years old. And he watches these YouTubers, these Minecrafters, you know, the people with 40 million views playing Minecraft on YouTube. I think Preston is one of the guy's names. This kid has the sweatshirts, the oh, book I've heard bags, of the, Preston kid, the, yeah. the, the water bottles, all the merch. He has all the Preston merch. All he wants for his birthday is Preston merch. All he wants for Christmas is Preston merch. So obviously, what are we doing? Pod.com. Click on the link. You can buy our <laughs> merch. We have merch for the podcast. Yeah. So I bought some. And I got two U sizes and I said, here you go, you, you know, give them to the kids. And I told him on a walk one day, I'm like, yeah, I got merch like Preston. He's like, oh, really? And I said, yeah. I said, I got one at the at home for you. He's like, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do. So I brought him the shirt. He's like, what is this? And I'm like, this is my merch. It's my YouTube channel. He goes, it's not like Preston's. Oh, so I think I think honestly, <laughs> probably for me, what would happen is Ollie will find a magic video on YouTube oh. and in the recommended, in the recommended, he'll see like Chris Angel, David Blaine, David Copperfield, Justin Flom, all the big guys click on those and be like, daddy, why wasn't your video like all these other oh, guys? You know what I mean? Like straight up call me out on my Okay, bullshit. well, with that being said, do we need to re-record some Levi Sparks videos so that you're not embarrassed someday? Okay. Pause. Here's the deal. Because we can make some Justin Flom videos right now. Here's the deal. I will record a magic video in 2021 if you re-record a song. Oh, shoot. You re-record a song, I'll do a magic video. Okay. Megs? Go for it. All right. Deal? Deal. Now, Megs, question for you. After hearing about how Levi handled this whole situation with your brother, how does that make you feel about him? About Levi or about my brother? Levi first, then your brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I mean... Let's go your brother first. How does it, how do you make you feel about your brother? I mean, it's it's my brother. It makes sense. Yeah. You're not surprised. It kind of makes sense that they picked on Levi, too. So. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean... Okay. Do we want to talk about who bullied who in middle school on your side of the oh. fence? Your sister? Was Yoey a bully to Megs? Oh, she didn't like me. So yeah. this it's actually hilarious. Fate, I would say. <laughs> Morgan Yoey bullied Megs. How did we not talk about this last week? Well, we'll bring it up next time they're here. But so and it was to the point where my mom took Morgan over to, to her house to apologize and said, to Hey, me. I know what's going on between our daughters. Morgan would like to apologize. No. Yep. That did yep. happen. Yep. Now, you can probably imagine what happened in my situation. Do you think do you think Meg's mom brought Dan over to our house to apologize to me after giving me a dead arm 
in every a day of the week? No, didn't happen. So did you like go what? home and tell your mom about this? Were you like very upset no. about this? Did it affect you? How did it affect you when you came home? It affected me in the sense that I thought that was normal and that's how it should be. And so I just dealt with it. So it really wasn't even like a, in the moment you weren't like, oh, wow, they're being mean to me type of thing. It was like, a, oh yeah, this is good. This is a, I'm in there type of thing. In the moment, I knew I didn't have any other choice but to sit with them at lunch because everyone else hated me in my mind. So it's so, one of those where it's like, this is not ideal at all, right. but at least I'm, I'm sitting I somewhere with pay, somebody. Yeah. I need to pay $5,000 for a new car, but I'm getting a new car. Kind got of, you. You got know you, what I mean? Got you, got you, I sat with a bunch of stoners my uh, ninth grade <laughs> year, and I fucking hated it. I was a stoner too, but I, the way they talked, I was like, oh my God. I like, you, it don't got to be your whole personality, guys. Like, chill That's out. true. Speaking of stoners, Megs, click on that link. And I need you to pause it right away after you hit continue because it is set to a time and that is very important. Pause, 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 pause. Go. Boom. Perfect. A couple of times I've tried oh, it. Like- oh, no. I, oh, hold on. Okay. I just that's watched okay. this earlier today, so we don't even got to watch it again. I just watched it earlier today. We're going to play it for context. But so what he says, and I think this is very interesting. Conan says he tried smoking weed before, but nothing happened. And this was your, this was your experience I mean, up until, what, 2019, we went to South Carolina. I tried twice two different ways to get her to smoke, and it didn't so work So it was that nothing happened? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I only smoked a handful of times in my life, um, but I would say, I mean, up until, like, a year ago, um, I would say it would probably be about at least, like, 10 or 15 times, different mm. people, different ways, whatever. Um, and I never felt anything. Really? Like at all. Like, and so I thought it's me or like, you know, whatever. But, and she would, and she said this to me and I, I didn't believe her. And I mean, I would like, I would like hold stuff for her and guide her oh, through yeah, it. Yeah. I would give her whatever, 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 multiple ways. Dude, I remember. When I first started uh, smoking, blah, 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 I used to want to just get everybody high. I was like, yeah, no, it's the best thing ever, blah, blah, blah. Um, I just, I remember this one time, this girl I was dating, uh, she didn't really smoke that way. Um, I did every day. And one time she was just like, yeah, I want to try it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, for sure. By all means. Um, hit it once, maybe twice. Um, and then didn't talk to me the rest of the two or three hours <laughs> she was there because she was just like. And I was like, are you okay? And she just. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh-huh. And I'm just, uh-huh. okay. Uh-huh. This was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, oh, I can't, I can't remember my first time rightfully. So I know it was with you. Probably. I don't know if it was in the basement we were in or if it was elsewhere. I think that was the first time I got, I smoked with you. So if, if anything, that might've been the first time. Yeah. 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 We'll bring up that story another day, but very interesting and yeah so i mean i think this is hilarious i think so do, do you know conan's on his way out conan's done with tbs the conan show's ending he's going to hbo to do something he's but, he's still conan but how i think this is so fascinating that like now dude on tbs they play family stuff 
This is a family show. It's regular cable. It's oh, and they were like time. cussing hard, and they were hitting joints and shit. Yeah, like and and Conan Conan's lighting up. Uh, but I okay as a longtime weed smoker and advocate for it. Um, I love this. Let's yeah. let's normalize it. Let's yeah. not make it such a weird thing to see yeah. it on TV. Yeah. Um, Seth wrote they all live in a like, spot where it's legal. I'm right. sure yep. it's all good. Like yep. and it j- shouldn't be the stigma. I have my medical card. Yep. We all it's do. It's still weird to me. All three of us. To say, I, yeah, I, I have weed. I can smoke weed. I still don't love people knowing it's 100% it. 100%. I don't love yeah. posting about it or anything like that. I I have every reason to. I can. I can be an advocate for it. But it's still just like this weird thing to me. And I'm like, why? Why is it this? Yeah. Because people will look at you a certain mm-hmm. way. They mm-hmm. will. 100%. Yeah. Very- when little do they know. This this weed pen right now is helping me actually get through this conversation I've, with you just a little bit easier. Yep. And I have always, even before we got our cards and even before we started doing it every day, I would always, always tell people, anyone I talk to, whether it's a positive or negative about weed or not, I would always tell them, well, Justin, I know Justin, and it took... Trust me, and you probably know this. It took me a couple years to understand. Oh, yeah. Because in our first couple years together, I was like, oh, my God. We're here together right now at this place, and I can smell him, which means everyone else can smell him. What are we going to do? This is crazy. This is like, what's going What's going to happen after today? And nothing happened. And two, <laughs> two I, I, love that. I, will, I will tell people now all the time that this man needs it to function. I have seen you without it and I have seen you with it. And I know that it is not a good day for anybody, especially you. With that being said, I don't love the thought of that. I don't love the thought of me needing it. No, but in the sense that it's like you can, you function better with it. But then, yeah, in another way, it's like, why do I feel that way? Because some people need their medicine each day to help them get through whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. I have terrible anxiety, social anxiety, whatever you want to call it. I don't Mm want to put a name on it. I'm just a fucking nervous dude all the time. And hitting the pen a few times helps me get through it. So that's just... Keep my notes. Literally all it goes for me. Right. And I mean, and, and speaking of anxiety, we're working on ripping off your anxiety band-aid your anti-social do you want to use that verbiage with me you are you sure I mean? <laughs> so this is a story from 2022 or not oh, jesus christ yes i am a time traveler and hey, i pulled this story Levi literally just revealed his whole plan he just gave it away he's a time traveler Shit. he just got caught good job Dude, dummy dumb i had the ultimate idea to make us trillionaires and I just gave it away. So, Shit. yes, time travel is real. I've been doing it for the past couple well, months. Well, I'm going to let go of these coattails. No more hanging on to those. This is a story from 2020, but I thought it was interesting. Oreo, the cookies, Oreo cookies, they build an asteroid-proof bunker. Apparently, in 2020, there was an asteroid head towards Earth, so Oreo took their millions of dollars that they just have because you don't need millions of dollars to run a fucking cookie company. And they built an actual asteroid-proof doomsday bunker. And in that bunker, they kept a pack of Oreos, the recipe for Oreos, and 12 packs. I don't know if it's 12. It might be less than that. But 12 packs of powdered milk. So if the apocalypse happened, you could still create milk to dunk 
your Oreo cookies in. So Oreos, I think it's in like Slovakia or some off the wall third party country. Oreo has built a bunker that they have their recipe in. Now, that's not impressive. But I want to know if the end of the world is coming and for some reason we survive, what is your survival plan? Oh, Okay. Okay. Let's narrow it down. We have no bunkers. We are today. We find out tomorrow. The world's ending. We survive. What's the plan? How did the world end? Well, okay. See, that's an interesting fact. I'm going to say, because this is what everyone says, and I think it's the easiest to explain. Let's just go with zombies. Oh, I'm out. COVID. I'm dead. The COVID vaccine. Right, turns, I'm not fighting zombies. Okay, hold turns on. Turns everyone into zombies. Are we talking Resident Evil One zombies where they can't even walk up steps and are just like, oh? Or are we talking like World War Z where they are just like hawking you down? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking The Walking Dead, slow, stupid zombies. I mean, dude. Okay, so Walking Dead. I think I'd give it a shot, man. I think I might give it a shot. Uh, but boy, oh boy, you turn a corner and then there's just a thousand zombies there. I, I don't handle seeing a cop behind me very well. I can't, I don't even imagine how I'd handle seeing a thousand zombies running behind me, boy. I don't know. And now I have a kid. Boy, that adds so many more layers to it. Having a kid is like dragging this baby around and having to keep this baby quiet. Okay. Ooh. Okay. That's rough. Halsey and Link aren't a factor. Okay. You're, you're single. You're alone. You know what I mean? You've been single for right. a couple of years. You maybe have a girlfriend, but we don't really Whatever care. happened, I'm by myself. Her. Yep, you're by yourself. Zombies come, go. Okay. I know that we've talked about people this. People say go to Walmart first. Well, people say go to Walmart and buy a $6 machete to chop a bunch of bitches' heads off. If you're a real gang gang member. So we'll probably go to Walmart, buy the cheapest machetes we can find. Yep. Definitely okay. going blades for sure. Blades for sure. Um, keeping a, keeping a gun or two on me, a pistol or two in case but things get like, sticky, boy. But like but. the gun, but the gun is like your Negan baseball bat. You only use it when you have to. We only have like th- well, it's loud, right? Right. And that's the point to attract the zombies. So definitely keep it baseball bat or blade as much mm-hmm. as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and just smash people heads in. Uh, obviously a baseball bat we're all comfortable with, but probably not the most efficient weapon against zombies. Now, are they soft bodied? Are they decaying? If I hit them with a baseball bat, will their whole head cave in? Okay. Because now we're dealing with something different. If I low kick them to the chest. Does your foot go through Does the chest? Does my foot go through the chest? And then am I <laughs> stuck up here like this and trying to like back up and then fall and then I'm dead? Yeah. yeah. These are things you got to think about. Megs, do you think you survived the zombie apocalypse? No, no way. No, <laughs> no way. way. <laughs> no. Not even with Kodak and I protecting you? No. No, you especially not. No. No, not with us. No. How long do you think Justin and I, sur- who survives the longest, me or Justin? Do you want me to be honest? Yes. Justin. Okay. <laughs> because why? Um, I just think that Justin would probably enjoy, you know, like <laughs> taking someone's head off. And I don't know if I see you enjoying that. And you don't think... 
And you don't think if I find out that fucking Karen down at 322 Melbourne is a zombie, I'm not going to be high as fuck getting ready to cut her head off? Okay, so I know you would do whatever you had to do to protect me Correct. and your child. Yes. Um, but I don't know. That's just not a world that I would want to live With in. With that being so. said, Levi's a much more motivated person than I am. So you may want to go with him because he may hold out a little bit longer where if, if things get sticky, I might be like, well, guys, we're kind of fucked in. here. Right. <laughs> like, right. I'll, I'll hold him back as long as I can, but Here's I don't what know. I, I think I would have the plan. I'd be like, oh, okay, guys, listen, there's a horde of zombies. They're in the field over there. They're trapped by the fence. We're over here with our fire. They're going to break through. That fence is going to give out in about 12 hours. So we should do this, this, and this. And then you two would be like, hey, man, that's a terrible idea. (laughs) We'll all die. No, Levi's plan would be like, all right, we'll put up the fence. We're all like, okay, good. Yep, the fence. And then we're like, Levi, hey, the fence is starting to come down a little bit. He's like. No, it's all good. I promise you it's all good. It's all no good. problem. I promise like, the fence is fine. And then I'd be like, what if we just... Okay, what if we just go talk to one of the zombies? Do you think God. maybe if we just talk to whoever we see the leader is, maybe just you know rationalize with him a little bit, maybe he'll leave us alone? Let's see if they've ever considered starting a podcast. And we'll just <laughs> we'll maybe see if they... Listen, let's get let's get that one right there on the podcast. We'll interview them and then decide if we want to kill the rest of their friends. Hey, you. <laughs> Speaking of survival, if you and I were on the Titanic, would we survive? Because here's, okay, I'll break down what we would do if this would happen now. Obviously, we would get the girls and the boys on the boats, women and children first, we get them on. Bro, all I'm saying right now is if I know Megs, Halsey, and the boys are fine on a life raft somewhere, and we find, like, the ballroom doors floating in the water, all I'm saying, I'd scoot over. You making room for me on that door? I'd, I'd probably scoot over for you Hell on the door. yeah. You know, Mythbusters, they, they busted that. They could have both been on that door. Bruh, the door was as big as the futon laying down flat. And I know for a fact that two, not if maybe even four people would fit on it. And and they say, oh, well, if Jack would have gotten on the door, then it would have sunk and they both would have died. Bitch, no way, dude. No way. And the bitch still threw the jewel into the ocean. And she threw the necklace into the ocean at the end. All right, guys, that's our podcast. If you're looking for anything that has to do with What Are We Doing Podcast, go to whatarewedoingpodcast.com backslash. Damn it. I was so close. Okay, go ahead. So close, and I knew he was going to miss it. What Are We Doing Pod. Dot com. Dot com I'm working. I'm working on what are we doing? Podcast.com. Some people are being stingy on the price, but hopefully we'll, have that. we'll have that soon. But what are we doing? Pod.com backslash links. It's the only link you need. It's the only link you need. Listen, download, watch, subscribe. It's all you got to do. Thank you guys so much. Last week's episode is in the top 50% of all podcasts. Thank you. The Yoey's episode, it's out now. Go listen to episode nine with them, our first in studio guests. You have to have to hear this we actually talk about some britney spears stuff which i know is happening today uh-huh. uh so be on the lookout for that we're gonna have the always back on thank you so much it's been another episode of the what are we doing podcast Meg, hit that outro button real quick 
Have a good night, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.